Welcome to Real Estate Daily, and it is the weekend edition. We have a big announcement going on today. Today is our first time to be streaming across multiple platforms. It's so exciting for us. I'll tell you, it's been quite a while getting here, and we're still working out some of the kinks on the technology, but we're very, very excited about it. We're streaming live now, just, of course, YouTube, our channel, your-realestateguru.com goes right to our channel on YouTube, or you can find us live on Twitter, Facebook, our main Facebook site, as well as my, my Facebook uh, uh, page, R Rod Barker, and as well as multiple other channels that are out there that you can find us live on now. We're very excited about that. Okay, today, let's get to the topic, though. And the Today, the topic is creative financing. And what do you do about financing in this kind of a market? Let's go, let's remind ourselves what kind of a market are we in? We're in a seller's and not a buyer's market. Let's redefine or let's define again what a seller's and a buyer's market is. When we say, because you hear these terms thrown around all the time, when we say we're in a seller's market. What that means is there's very few sellers and there's tons of buyers. Now, someday we're going to be in a buyer's market again, but not for the next few years. We are in a seller's market and this is where we are. You can say stuck, but whatever. We are in a seller's market where there are very few sellers, very few people putting their home up for sale comparison to the thousands of buyers that are out there wanting to buy those few homes. I'll tell you, when you're in a buyer's market, it's equally as tough. I mean, seller's markets are tough in, in, for their own reasons. Buyer's market, tough for their reasons. Because in a buyer's market, there's very few buyers. And there's sellers galore. Everybody's got their stuff up for sale and very few qualified buyers to do it. But that's not where we're at. We're in a seller's market. And when we start looking at creative financing, creative financing is tied to what kind of a market that you're actually in. You have to identify the market that you're in. You want to advise your client the best? Identify the market that you're in and build upon that for them to either sell or buy the home of their dreams, but based upon the market you're in. You, of course, you don't. nobody wants to leave a dollar on the table. Sellers don't want to leave a dollar on the table, and buyers don't want to put an extra dollar on the table. I get it. I understand. But we also have to understand the kind of market that we're in now. And the kind of market we're in right now is, there's not many homes for sale. Go ahead and take your seller out there and find out. Or excuse me. <laughs> it's the weekend edition. This is the second while I have a cup of coffee and clear my brain up. Hope you're having a good time this morning. We're gonna we're gonna hit our first area of creative finance. But we have to we have to make sure we understand the market. And that is seller versus buyer. We're in a seller's market. All right. Seller carry contracts. We get asked for this every week in our brokerage. There's always somebody calling as a buyer 
saying, I'm ready to buy something. I'm looking for, for a seller that's willing to carry a contract. Either they don't have financing that's good, or they, there's other problems. Maybe they have a new job and, and they haven't been on the job quite long enough for most lending products, or there's a variety of other financing problems for them, but not a horrible risk necessarily. So they say, show me the homes that the sellers are willing to carry the contract. In a seller's market, you are going to find very few seller carried contracts. So let's go over why, because when I tell people this, they say, oh, someone will, will do this. Well, somebody will probably. In every market, you find somebody that's willing to do something. But why in a seller's market are homeowners unwilling to carry contracts like they would be willing in a buyer's market. In a buyer's market, you find tons of sellers that are willing to carry the contract, maybe for a few years, if not for the whole length of the, of the contract. It's possible in a buyer's market that we're not in today. We're in a seller's market. So why won't a seller carry a contract typically in a seller's market? The answer is simple. The seller doesn't want to be the bank and carry the risk of the bank when they simply can go to another buyer of the thousands of buyers that are out there and say, bring me the money from your lender or cash, whatever it is, you bring me the money and I'll sell to you. Where buyer, maybe buyer number one says, you carry the contract seller, you take the, because there's risk in carrying a contract, right? We, we all know that. There is risk in carrying a contract. You know, you are becoming the bank. And for most people, even during a buyer's contract, where there's a lot more seller contracts in a buyer's contract, a buyer's market, there's a lot more seller contracts in that market. But even then, most sellers still can't do it because if they have a loan on their on their house and let's just face it by definition most people have a loan on their home so at that point if they have a loan on their home let's just say it's you know wells fargo chase chase manhattan but what whatever it is key bank take your choice of any of the main products that are out there they don't allow the seller to carry a separate contract on the home. You can't go and say, I'm going to sell the home because if it becomes recorded, which you would always re recommend for your buyer that you want a recorded contract at, a, at the time of, and I know I'm getting very technical here, but at the time of recording that gets passed over to the lender. And the lender then says, give me my money. We're not going to be second. Even if they remain first, they still don't want a, that type of a loan where you have sold. All of a sudden, they are a secondary to this now. And they're going to demand their money. Anyway, that's a problem all of, all of its own. In a seller's market, we're not finding that most sellers are willing to carry contracts because they don't want to be the bank when they don't have to be the bank. They can simply move on 
and say, you know what? I'm not going to be your bank. I don't have to be the bank. There's tons of other buyers that are out there. So creative financing isn't going to include in a seller's market, seller carried contracts by and large. Now you will always find some. So I don't want to say the never, that that's not what's going to happen. It's not, it's not a never thing. It's unusual to find seller carry contracts in a seller market by and large. Now, let's move over to the lenders. So my greatest partnerships of all time are lenders because I can't do my business without them. They, so they do become great partners in the brokerage. If you don't have a great lender, you need one. You need someone to partner with. You can't build your business for your clients, your buyers and sellers without wonderful, wonderful lenders that have a variety of products. But let me assure you of something. And I'm not a lender. I'm a real estate attorney. I'm a broker. I own a brokerage. That, that, that's the part of the business I do. But let me tell you about lenders. They're not all equal. Just like agents are not all equal together, neither are lenders. Lenders attach themselves to banks or they're a broker of several banks. And you can look at multiple products. But nobody has it all. It doesn't work that way. Nobody has everything, every lending product that's ever existed out there. Nobody has it all because different banks allow the lenders to choose a variety of products and their differing products. The biggest mistake I find when it comes to creative financing for someone, you know, you got a buyer, they've got a good job, but maybe they have a slight credit problem. It's a first time buyer program. It's something. They haven't shopped around to find the best lender that meets all of their needs as much as possible. That's the number one problem. The problem is the agent hasn't advised them usually to shop around. Someone walks in the door and they say, well, I've got ABC uh, going uh, lender going on, and that's who I'm trying to use, but they've disqualified me for this, this, and this. And so I can't buy a house now. Maybe you need to shop that a little bit. Maybe it's true that they can't buy. Maybe. Or maybe they just need to look at something else. Because there's a ton of products out there. And while there are the standard rules, banks have what's called overlays. And that is that it's their own rule on top of the rule. So they can't go less than the current rule. Like say that a bank has a, uh, a standard deal is a DTI, debt to income, a DTI of, let's just say, 40%. The bank may have an overlay demanding 45%. Or excuse me, it'll go the other way. <laughs> well, excuse me, if you, you to be as high as 45. The bank may have an overlay to say, 
well, we allow a little bit more, or they might have an overlay to say we, we, we go the opposite direction. But I think you understand the point. The bank can have an overlay and change the basic of it. Well, that's where the shopping comes into play and allowing the lender to earn the business of the buyer. It's incredibly important to have lenders that fully understand where your buyer is going and what their needs are. There's lots of lenders out there that simply want to eat off of the easiest of the deals. And in a seller's market, with there being thousands of buyers, it's an easy target for them to go out and say, I'm going to eat off, you know, the fat of the land, the easiest of the deals. But you need to identify those that are willing to fight with you for a good deal for your clients, for the ones that are at risk. My goal is helping every client. I want every client to own a home. I believe in home ownership that stringently. I believe that people need to own homes. And I also believe that us as realtors need to be fighting for our clients to be homeowners. This makes a strong economy. It's a quarter of our entire U.S. economy is based upon real estate. It's about a quarter of our entire economy. Th that's incredible. And it's because as realtors, as agents, as brokers, combined with our lending partners, we are putting people into homes and making it happen. When you have a buyer and they walk in and they don't have a perfect slate of financing that they're going to lay upon you. They don't have the perfect down payment. They don't have the perfect closing costs. They don't have the perfect credit. Well, that doesn't mean you don't close with them. That doesn't mean you don't have something for them. That simply means you need to look at creative financing and start shopping around with the lenders because not every lender is equal in the market. They have differing products. So let me tell you about something that's growing right now. Huge growth right now. Hard money loans. Now this is not for everybody by a long shot. Hard money loans. Currently, just recently, dealing with two different clients on hard money loans. And in this market, right now, they're going for 1% per month. That's what was quoted to us in the deal. I don't know what you're exactly what you're going to find. That's 12% a year, 1% a month, 12% a year. And you might think, who would possibly do this? Well, let's go over this creative financing piece. Because a hard money loan doesn't have to be a hard money loan forever. Maybe you're helping someone that has some cash and can get into a home. They don't need all the financing. They need maybe half the financing. You will attract a hard money lender. Let's say the house is $400,000. And let's say they have $200,000. Maybe they got it on an inheritance. 
but they don't have great credit. They're building their self there, but they have this huge down payment. You can attract a hard money lender in this situation. And then a year later, the people can change out after working on their credit. And of course, the home ownership process is going to be a huge advantage to them to working on their credit. They can change that out for a standard mortgage. And they won't be in the hard money loan of 12% a year or whatever it is being quoted out there for you in your market. That is a game changer for people. And I know not everybody has half to put down by a long, it's very few, but it's something you have to think about. Now, while we're talking about hard money loans, let's talk about where the money comes from. Because I mentioned inheritance. Inheritance has to be tracked. All money coming into your bank account has to be tracked. There's a rule on this. They have It has to be tracked. You have to know where the money came from. Met with a client, my wife and I were showing them some homes. We showed them a couple different homes, and you all show anybody a couple places. You don't have to you know, prove a whole lot to me on the first. I'm getting to know you. I'm still finding out your motives. I'm digging in under the skin to find out about you while we craft a relationship together. So we show them a couple homes. We thought we were going to write an offer possibly on something. And I said, you know, you're in love with this place. Let's talk about proof of funds. You talked about having some money. So let's talk about proof of funds. You know, where is it coming from? Let's start digging into this. And we're out of their car. And they open up the trunk and they said, we have cash and we keep it in the car. Now, <laughs> when I said they had cash, I never... Touched it, they were, I never counted it. They said there was enough to buy the house, and it was about a $400,000 house. I think it was about $370,000. I don't know what they're doing with that kind of cash in, in, in their trunk. That's, cra that's crazy. And I said, well, there's no." And they said, you know, can we get this in the bank? I said, Stop. Hold on. Uh, you need to take this down to your bank. Talk to your lender. Talk to your bank about the best way to get this money into the system. It was mattress money. It was mattress money. For those that don't understand the term mattress money, this is money that was saved up for a lifetime. Tips, gifts, all kinds of things. And I don't, maybe it was reported. I have no idea. That's not for me to determine. Whether it was reported or I have no idea whether that money was reported. But I wasn't going to touch. Well, I don't touch cash anyway. That's that's ridiculous. We 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 deal in bank to bank transfers, of course. That's the safe way to, to deal with. Unfortunately, after talking to the bank and things, they realized that the taxes they were going to pay and importing it just wasn't going to work for them at that point in time. That's too bad. Uh, but. There's nothing else like it. If you have someone who has mat, what we call mattress money, that money they've tucked, you know, tucked away somewhere, it's maybe unreported money, tips and things like this that they have not tracked. Well, this is going to be really hard for you to do anything with that.
get your lender involved, get the banker involved, start having those conversations. That that's what you're going to be able to do with it is have the conversations. All right. Next on, on creative financing, there are bridge loans. Bridge loans come in a variety of manners, but bridge loans can help someone get out of a home and into a home. So they want to sell their home at 123 Main Street and they want to buy their home, buy a home at 789 Long Street. Selling at 123 Main, want to buy at 789 Long Street. Okay, how do they do this? They don't have the money in cash to pull it off. There are banks, lots of them, that will give them a bridge loan. So while you're preparing to sell the home, the bank will give them a bridge loan to get out of this product into this one, and then they can sell the, the original home. This bridge loan product is fantastic. Banks will work with you on this. There's a whole variety of rules about it. So you, you need to make sure you're well advised from your lender about bridge loans. But bridge loans are a terrific vehicle. If you're looking to transition from one home to another. If you have people in retirement and own a home, not even the whole thing. They own you know, maybe half the home. They owe for the other half to the lending. They may be able to do a retirement piece on a reverse mortgage. Another huge opportunity for you to help somebody. Remember, we are in servant leadership where we need to take our knowledge of the industry and knowledge of the markets and help people. You, you know, you'll never feel so good as when you help somebody acquire their dream of retirement earlier than they ever thought they could or retire at all. I've met people who didn't think they could even retire ever in their life. And we were able to help them on a reverse mortgage product, get in somewhere else, do something else with it. And suddenly they have found reti retirement and they recommended us then to friends that then we were able to go uh, sell homes and help them buy homes. Just amazing what can happen. All right. Next, contingency offers in a seller's market. This is a tough one. Second, while I sip my coffee. Contingent offers in a seller's market. So contingent offers are where you have some event that has to happen before you're willing to sell the home and buy something else or move somewhere else. You've made the offer contingent upon an event. Now, often that event is selling a home. You want to sell your home at 123 Main Street and you want to go to a retirement center or you want to buy something else or you're moving out of state. You're doing something else. It's contingent upon something. But the contingency doesn't have to be selling a home. The contingency can be a variety of things. Like you, they want their kid to finish high school at the end of that year. Maybe that end of the year is coming in three months. 
Well, you can advertise a contingency and their financing is makes their financing for buying something <coughs> contingent upon what they're selling and what's in that contract. So now you are helping protect both sides. You're helping protect their the sale of the home and you're helping protect where they're going next. This is a powerful position for you to be in. It's a powerful thing for you to help somebody with. You help somebody through this kind of a contingency, you won't be forgotten. This is complicated and not something most people, even in our industry, they struggle with this kind of duality contingency offers where you have, you're selling one and you're buying one. And you've got contingencies tied together at both ends. Just helped a good friend of mine do this kind of contingency exactly. It was a domino effect. Someone was buying his house. We had a team member doing that. We were helping him sell the house and buy a house. All of it was tied together on a string of contingencies holding him and his wife in a safe harbor so they would not ever be homeless until they close that, that the final deal and it all happens in one big string. It was a lot of work, but that's what we're here for. We are here to work for our clients, our clients' best interests and needs. And creative financing is an absolute part of the deal that you need to be involved in and well knowledgeable about. And contingent offers is absolutely one of the big pieces that sit out there that you need to be able to bring forward to help because you'll have someone in a seller's market say, I'm not selling unless I can find something to buy. Well, it sounds to me like what we need is a contingent offer. You're, the sale of your home is contingent upon the homeowner finding, finding acceptable replacement, acceptable to the owners, replacement home so you can get that their home up for sale while they're looking in the market and yet you have put them in a safe harbor of not having to move out of their home and ever everything's on hold while you stack the deck of getting inspections done everything on that side while they are looking in the market and trying to move forward this is powerful one of the most powerful things we have in a seller's market to help people choose to sell their home is a contingent offer, and it needs to be carefully and cautiously crafted by a professional agent just like you. Just like you. You're building your business. By the way, please take a moment here. I would love it if you would take a second and hit the like button on this video. It is so meaningful to us, particularly on the first day that we are streaming across different platforms. I would love it if you would take a moment, hit that like button. Also, put, us, put a comment in. How do you help your clients for creative financing? What kind of thing are you using for creative financing with your clients? And 
open up the the guru member only events by hitting the subscribe button all you have to do is hit the subscribe button on the channel and that will open up the guru member only events to you they're only available to the guru member for the guru members only if you hit that subscribe button so hit the subscribe button that opens those events up to you where we take a much deeper dive into building your business directly send me comments what would you like to hear about how can we help you build your business of course we have live one-on-one -on -one coaching available for you to build your business bigger than you ever thought it could be you didn't think you could be full-time in the business let's get you full-time we also have a course called kickstarter that will kickstart your business and get you rolling even if you've been at the business for 10 years 20 i don't care how long you may need a new kickstart to your business to get you going in 22. you know 2022 it's a different world it's you don't throw away the skills that you had yesterday but you have to resharpen them on a new sharpening stone in the year 22 because they're sharpened differently the, the skill is still good but it needs to be sharpened to move your business to where it needs to be. I'm your real estate guru. This is Real Estate Daily, and we'll be talking very shortly. Take care, guys.